Well, hey, we're back again. Going to review a show that only has one episode. We're going to give just one listen to just one show that has just one episode. That's unique. Haven't done that before. You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done. And this would be a unique one. This is a unique one, man. And I struggled on this one, guys. This is a... We're going to go a little different path on this one. Hold on to your seat. Okay, so it's just one listen. We're back. I know I have been gone for a couple days. I record these shows in blocks. So when the weekend comes around, I record a block of them, and then I release them as we go. Sometimes if I have time at my lunch hour or if I have time in the evening, I'll drop an episode. Um, But I really try to get these done in blocks, so I apologize for the little gaps here and there. I'm going to get the formula right. But I'm here for you. I'm not here for me. So let's get this thing started. We're going to check out this show called The Direction is Sound. Kind of breaking my own formula um, because I feel like after I'm going to kind of spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert here. I'm actually thinking that this could have possibly been a what they did best episode. Um, So one episode, one episode, it dropped on April 23rd. I'm going to try to read the description of this episode because there's no description of the actual podcast anywhere on their website or on the podcast itself. But I think the direction of sound says exactly what it is. And they have a byline on the website. that says, kind of like a buddy movie without images about sound. <laughs> it is what it is. So the first episode, the only episode they have so far is in episode one of the direction of sound host, Chris Mandra talks with noted audio historian, co-creator David Giovanni about his discovery, the earliest recording in existence of the human voice dated April 1857, which means that recording was invented a full 20 years before Edison invented the phonograph and Chris and co-creator and Dinga Gabba uh, discussed the nature of sound and these things uh, in these early never meant to be heard recordings. Fascinating. Okay. As a, as an audio dork, I think that's fascinating. Now um, what I also think is fascinating is this podcast. Let me give you a taste. Let's just jump right into it. And yes, I finally, finally fixed the, uh, the audio noise issue. Um, and by that, I mean, I found my USB-C cord. So that's exciting. All right, man. The direction is sound. Um, I'm intimidated because they're awesome. Hey, when you hear something amazing, you just did. I'm talking to you right now. And you're listening to me right now. But I'm not where you are. And we probably don't even know each other. And get this. What's now for me is not now for you. Think about that for a moment. You're listening to me talking to you, but for me, when you're hearing this, it's the future. And for you, when I'm saying this, it's the past. And here's what's wild and important about this. This wasn't always possible. We take it for granted today. We take it for granted that we can send our voices into the future and hear people from the past. So I want to tell you an incredible story about just how this is possible. And I'm going to have a little help with that. But first things first.
You're listening to The Direction is Sound. I'm Chris Mandra. Right now you're hearing my voice through loudspeakers that are on, in, or near you. Pushing and pulling the air between themselves and your ears. And this you guys, you can't, you can't touch this. Nobody can touch this. Um, whether you like the subject matter or not, listen to what's going on in your ears. Atmosphere and are hitting your ears where they are reproduced by your tympanic membrane and they are transformed by your brain magically into what we perceive as sound. This is an amazing phenomenon. Even more amazing, this is not live. I'm not talking to you through the mirror. So, I mean, come on, man. I, and of course, you, anybody who's listened to this show knows I'm a Radiolab slappy. So this, this, this editing style is so far up my alley. I was trying to think of a gross joke, uh, punchline. This is, this is so, so perfect. So is it, like I said, as a guy who, who is an absolute radio lab slappy, it's shows like this that puts so much effort into their editing. And I've only listened to this one episode because there's only one episode available. I was drooling for the next because they've done such a phenomenal job storytelling and like he's, does he speak? He's engaged when he's speaking his audio quality. I mean, it has to be fantastic on a show called the direction is sound. There's no reverb in the room, not even close to mine. Um, come on. How do you even, how do you even evaluate this? It's he's, he's this guy. If he's not already on public radio or some sort of, um, network, he's gonna be uh, quick when he gets discovered. Organization called First Sounds, and their mission was to find the world's earliest recordings. And if it's not for this show, the, him and his team, if it's not for this show, it will be for another show. This belongs on NPR. I mean, <laughs> it's so well done. Like so many quests, this one came into existence over a dinner. I'll let David tell you more. Come on. From that dinner, we decided to seek the earliest recorded sounds. In 2007, when this was happening, the earliest Okay, so, I mean, let me, let me fast forward. I want to give you an idea. Let me fast forward to where they, they have a really cool pivotal moment in the story. Kind of give you an idea of the sounds they're using. You banged a tuning fork. It had a feather duster on it, and it was making its vibrations known on the recording stratum right next to where you were singing your song or reciting your speech, so that when you were to play this back, you didn't play it back by playing it back. That concept hadn't been invented yet or conceived. The idea was to make it visible and permanent so that the eye could interpret it. And if you were singing a note or if you were recording an organ pipe and you wanted to check its frequency, how would you do that? Well, you would count the number of vibrations the tuning fork left Let's say the tuning fork was vibrating at 250 hertz or cycles per second. You would count out 250 of those. That length was exactly one second on this recording. I want to dig into this a bit. So let's talk about hertz, which is another way of saying cycles per second. Guys. Do you see their style here? Yes, it's a uh, dude. <laughs> I love it. 
This is a measure of frequency. And frequency is literally counting the number of times something happens over a specific amount of time. When we talk about hertz or cycles per second, we're talking about a waveform, which is really just a shape that represents amplitude changing over time, that's being repeated some number of times in a second. The simplest shape like this is a sine wave. Think of a backwards S that's fallen on its side and repeats over and over again, like a pattern. And that number of times it's repeated in a second is its frequency, hertz, or cycles per second. In this context, they're interchangeable. Let's try something. I'm going to clap my hands one time, and I want you to make a recording of that, okay? Sure. One second. Okay, go. You got it? Yep, got it. Okay, now do me a favor and play that back once every second. Okay, once every second, which is the same as one cycle per second, also known as one hertz. So if we make that clap occur more frequently, at a certain point, we'll start hearing it as a pitched sound. So let's double it. All right, doubling it. Here's uh, two hertz. And let's keep doubling it. Okay. Four hertz. Eight hertz. Sixteen hertz. Let's turn it down a little bit. Now, since humans can't hear anything below 20 hertz, when we get to 32 hertz, they'll start to hear these claps as a tone. Exactly. So here's 32 hertz. 64 hertz. Let's turn it down a little more. 128 hertz. 512 hertz. Now I think you get the idea. Any short sound played over and over now, faster I, than 20 I, I, times I a do, second. I do need to add a pitch tone. I do need to add here that there is I don't know if it's if it's my hardware or if there's something going on the right on the right channel here that is um distorting a little bit on the right channel. But what am I going to do, man? Like do I con do I even have the, the the authority to even comment on a show done this well. I mean, now I'm just, I'm picking at anything I can get. <laughs> Jesus. Two ears. Okay. Let's get back to David. All right. Now you could go to your voice track or your. It's hard not board. to play this entire episode. Um, let's see how they close it out. Non-threatening productions. In episode two, we will cover Edison's invention of recording and more importantly, sound reproduction. And how even a towering genius like Edison couldn't immediately see the value of his invention. Episodes are released when they're ready. Everything you hear in this episode Not was really. recorded, created, edited, mixed, and arranged by me and my partner in creation, wow. Dinga Gaba. Two people. I'm Chris Mandra. By the way, we'd love to get an email. If you'd like to write to us, write info at thedirectionissound.com. Wow. Chris and Ndinga. Wow. Wow. Two people? Okay, man. Okay. This should have been a what they did best episode. I should have. I should have just opened it with this and we should have just did a what they did best or what they did right episode because everything they're doing, in my opinion, is right. It doesn't matter about the subject matter. It doesn't matter about what they're doing with um, it doesn't matter about the subject matter. It doesn't matter how they're, you know, the, 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 the audio clips they're using. It matters in how they are executing, man. It's for their, for their space. It's a scientific space. They're, they're exploring and they're sharing their experiments and they're explaining it down to a, down to like an eighth grade or fifth grade level so that you can consume and understand how this stuff works. It's unbelievably well done. And by two people, by two people really to me for one episode i this is where this is why this one's difficult for me i can't score this i can score it based on the one episode i want to hear the next one i want to hear two more episodes in fact 
I'm going to subscribe to this show because I can't miss a single episode. I love what they're doing with this show. I can't stop thinking about what's coming next for this show. Um, I will be wholeheartedly waiting for that podcast announcement that the episode has dropped whenever the hell they feel like it. Now, if I could add some, a suggestion and I know it's hard because your editing styles insane for two people. And I imagine it's insanely laborious to get these things out. Um, but I would recommend if you could say monthly or something like that, because it, it does, it does kill your, it does kill your mojo. Now, if your end game, if your goal is to get bought out or to get, um, to get consumed by a bigger, larger company, uh, you guys, ain't, it's, it's just a matter of time before you get discovered. This podcast belongs on NPR more than any other podcast I've, I've reviewed on this show, in my opinion. I'm going to have to give these guys. Okay. Now this score that I'm going to give them is not indicative of what I feel the quality of this show is. It's indicative of the very little amount that I have to review on. I'm going to give them a 9.1, but I feel like it could easily be the highest score that we've reviewed, uh, but it's not. And the only thing holding it back is they've only got one episode in the scores mean nothing. It just gives a gauge of how I feel about it. Now, Given that it's one episode, uh, if they had three episodes of the same quality and it continues down this path, this is gonna this would be a nine point six for me, easily, easily, easily. But for now, it's a nine point one only because I got one episode to go on, and I wish these guys the best. I'm gonna leave you a positive review. It looks like possibly your first review, and I hope you guys continue to grow, continue to build. Work that editing and narration magic and, and interview magic that you guys are doing. Oh, my God. I love you. Shit. I can't wait. The direction is sound. The direction is sound. The direction is sound. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.